Hello, and welcome to Seroptimus International Voices, where we give a global voice to women and girls. SI Voices is a space where women's stories and issues are heard as we celebrate 100 years of our remarkable organization. We will reveal and rediscover the history of our global movement while educating and informing on many of the key challenges affecting women and girls today. Hello everyone and welcome. My name is Hilary Ratcliffe and I am a member of Sir Optimist International of Sheffield, which is up in the north of England. Today on my podcast, we're going to be speaking to President Cathy Cottridge of Sir Optimist International of Great Britain, Ireland, which we often refer to as SIGBY. And it's my pleasure to welcome President Cathy. Hello, Cathy. Welcome. Hello, Hilary. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. And I belong to what we call the Federation of Great Britain and Ireland. Uh, I always think it sounds like something out of Star Wars, but actually it's a group of countries who form a group of five federations, which make up what we call Sir Optimist International. And this group where I belong, and also President Cathy belongs, is Great Britain and Ireland, but also countries that were historically part of the British Commonwealth. So we have wonderful members from the Caribbean, the Indian subcontinent, the Channel Islands, Malta, and so on. So this adds tremendously to diversity, interest, and all the things that we try to do to improve the life of women and girls. So my first question, Cathy, can you tell us a little bit about how and why you became involved with Sir Optimist International? Yes, thank you, Hilary. Um, my decision to become a Sir Optimist was greatly influenced by my mother's experience as a child when she was subjected to horrific sexual abuse from within a, her home, which affected her all of her life. And as a result, I have long held a passion for the human right of women and girls to live a life without fear. So when I was introduced to Sir Optimist International by a friend, it seemed the perfect fit for me. I certainly think it was, wasn't it? Because that's one of the areas that we do so much work on, don't we? About violence against women and abuse of women in the homes and so on. So I can see why it was such a perfect fit. But you've had quite a, a, a sort of difficult incoming to your presidency because initially obviously you were president-elect and you were due to take office this coming October in 2021 uh, where very sadly the current president Johanna Raffan died so you had to cope with firstly losing a friend and a colleague and I know Johanna was a great friend of yours so what particular uh, memories do you have of President Johanna? Johanna and I became friends when we first served as Federation councillors together and then we were for four years on the SIGBY board. And over that time, I came to appreciate Johanna's calm and pragmatic approach to life. She never seemed phased by anything at all. And I think possibly that was partly because of her very strong uh, Christian faith. But I also very quickly discovered that Johanna could always find humour in situations and I missed her quick wit and her deep chuckle very much. Yes, I think we all do. I think we all have wonderful memories of President Johanna. And Sir Optimist International of India held a virtual service recently in memory of her. And many Sir Optimists from around the world joined in together to reflect and remember her inspirational life. During the service, Peggy Simpson, a member of Johanna's club, which was Thames Valley, spoke very movingly about Johanna's life and the years she dedicated to Sir Optimism. So we're going to hear a part of Peggy's tribute now. Good afternoon, everyone. 
And thank you so much. I'm honoured to be invited to speak to you about my dear friend, Johanna. I knew her for 27 years. She was the main founder of our club, SI Thames Valley, in 1990. And from that day on, she was a committed seroptimist. Her enthusiasm and natural leadership was a great example for all of our members, and it led to many good initiatives for us. We've always remained a rather small club, but that meant that every member mattered, and Johanna nurtured that spirit of involvement for everyone. And her long experience as a head teacher gave her the ability to listen and encourage. When Rose Mori Basimbo came to our club to talk about the needs of her country women and children in Sierra Leone, she was encouraged to join us as a member. And that was how our club began work with the Cory Development Project in Sierra Leone. Johanna and I became trustees of that project. And nine years later, we have a thriving library a very busy sewing centre, and a primary and secondary school, all gratefully used to capacity. Now we're planning to plant an orchard there with fruit trees, with the help of the school children who will do the digging and supported by Seroptimist clubs who want to help us. So many clubs have emailed or written to us expressing their high regard for Johanna. Personally, I shall miss very much her wisdom, but also her sense of fun. We had so many laughs together. I know that will be the experience of many of you too, and I'm only sorry that she never got to travel to meet you all. Thank you very much. So this for you, Cathy, uh, has been very challenging because not only, as you said, you've lost your friend, but you had to take over the role of president midstream in the year that we're celebrating the 100 years of Sir Optimist International. You had to take over her conference, which was due to be held, and you had to be true to her legacy, but also start to work on what you and your input to the role would be. So what particular difficulties and challenges have you found as you've taken on this role? Yeah, obviously, Johanna's sad and untimely death was an enormous shock. And she was much admired throughout the Federation. So it's very important to me personally that her contribution to Seroptimus International is remembered. Um, as you've heard, Johanna dedicated her career to furthering education opportunities she was immensely proud to be president in this uh, in SI centenary year. And as part of the legacy of her presidency, she invited clubs to raise a hundred pounds for a hundred years of seroptimism to be donated to the Diamond Education Grant, one of SIGBY's three charities. And I'm sure she would be feeling very proud that to date donations have exceeded over six and a half thousand pounds. And the conference very much will still be Johanna's theme, which is believed to achieve. Um, and I think that's a common goal that all Seroptimists share. 
I certainly think they are, and I'm sure the conference will reflect a lot of you, Hannah. And I'm really glad to hear about the Diamond Education Fund, because that's a fund that helps to give women a second chance at training uh, to get education, to move on in their lives, often when they've been limited by things like domestic abuse in their home or difficulties of various kinds. So um, a really, really positive memory of Johanna and her work. So for yourself, what particular barriers do you see uh, in the world today to gender equality? Because there are so many difficulties that are uh, we're all aware of as seroptimists. Very much so. Um, I know in the modern world, most societies are embracing gender equality, uh, where in theory, both men and women pursue careers while sharing family responsibilities. But the reality is very different. Um, and recent statistics demonstrate that at a global level, women on average are spending almost three times as many hours as men on domestic responsibilities, while at the same time trying to maintain a career. And this has been evident most during the pandemic. Instantly, women have had to become teachers, carers, domestic helpers. And really, when you think, as, as well as placing a large toll on women's physical and mental well-being, it does create an obstacle to their economic empowerment, which is something, again, that Sir Optimists feel passionately about. This means that as a society, we're missing out when 50% of our population are not reaching their full potential. Post-pandemic, fewer girls are returning to school uh, and less women are returning to senior management roles in the workplace. And the UN estimates that the women's education empowerment has been set back by at least a decade because of the pandemic. Yes. Yes, I think the UN, the United Nations, is very conscious of the huge difficulties and the, and the way in which women's issues are being pushed back because of this. So we have an even more important role, I think. So what do you feel the Sir Optimist International of Great Britain and Ireland's response should be to this real challenge facing us at the moment? Another very sad consequence of the pandemic has been the enormous increase in incidence of domestic violence. I'm really very, very proud of the fact that SIGMI members successfully lobbied the UK government to achieve significant reforms to the 2020 Domestic Abuse Act. Just about every club in, in the UK supports their women's refuge. Um, so this was very, very important to us as seroptimists. And I think in the Caribbean, you mentioned to me, there have been some work done on uh, issues there in, in, in our clubs in the Caribbean. Yes. Um, in fact, at the Commission for Status of Women in March this year, uh, the Caribbean Network presented uh, on its work in carrying out anti-slavery issues. And in uh, the National Association of India is working hard to mitigate climate change as it specifically affects women and girls. So throughout the Federation, there's a great deal of work going on. Yes. And, you know, as you know, and I know, we're what we call a grassroots organisation. So we work on the ground, we collate the information that we do, and then we use that information to lobby representatives that we have at the United Nations who then put forward our views to government and try to get them to change. And I think that's the strength of our organisation in that way. And that's why I think Sir Optimus International and its federations, as we call them, uh, are very well placed to push governments to get change. But I know you, on a very personal level, are a member of a South End Club, which is in a part of England we call Essex, which is uh, South East England, really. And you worked on a particular project there that you're very proud of, which was Stop the Traffic in South End. Can you tell us a bit about what you did there at your own personal grassroots level? 
<laughs> certainly, Hilary. So I was the um, officer for, for organising the projects for our club at the time. So we had one of the Stop the Traffic gift boxes. Now, the gift boxes are a UN initiative to fight human trafficking, and they were launched by Stop the Traffic at the 2012 Olympics in London because it was anticipated that that was an ideal ground for uh, trafficking. Um, and uh, forcing women into sexual ex exploitation. The boxes are three metres by three metres. It took eight very strong men to erect it in South End High Street, um, including my husband. <laughs> we had the box there for over four days. And during that time, members engaged with more than 900 residents and visitors, raising awareness of human trafficking and modern day slavery. So Essex actually has the longest coastline in the UK. We also have a local airport uh, and a station. The, the airport was upgraded significantly in recent years. So a new station was built immediately opposite with trains travelling directly into London. So it's an ideal ground for bringing through, unfortunately, people that have been trafficked. Uh, and these provincial airports are being increasingly uh, targeted by traffickers as often there's very, uh, only a very small border force uh, in these airports. So as a result of engaging with the border force agency in Southend Airport, um, a team of eight guards were created specifically uh, and all of them were made aware and trained in increased awareness of trafficking and anti-slavery. So that was a very... I felt that was a very successful project. Yes. And that's the whole point of it, isn't it? That you do projects on the ground and that influences eventually what we do at a higher level and our influence at the United Nations. So my, my sort of final point that I'd like to talk to you about is what vision do you have for the future of your work through SIGBI and through Sir Optimus International? What would you like to see particularly change? I know um, within our organisation, being a, being a woman's organisation, there's often a debate as to how much we engage with men and boys. For me, I feel it's imperative that we do so, particularly with younger men, if we are to improve the lives of women and girls, particularly where there are practices, cultural practices that directly affect uh, young girls, female genital mutilation as an example. So going forward, I think we really do have to have that debate uh, with men and boys. And with Sirotis International's global reach, we are uniquely placed to bring about that change. Yes, I agree. I think I think that would be a debate that is very, very important for us to engage in. And I certainly know at the UN, uh, that is something that concerns them very much indeed. So President Cathy, thank you so much for spending time with me this morning. It's been lovely uh, having this chat with you. I hope that our listeners, you've enjoyed hearing the views of President Cathy of Sir Optimus International of Great Britain, Ireland. Great to celebrate in this 100th anniversary of Sir Optimus International. And let's go forward and see if we can empower women and girls, change the world and bring alongside men and boys. President Cathy, thank you for being with me this morning. Thank you, Hilary. You've been listening to SI Voices, a podcast hosted by Seroptimist International. Follow us on social media for our latest news and updates at Seroptimist Global on Facebook and Instagram and at Seroptitweet on Twitter. You can also check out our website, seroptimistinternational.org. Please join us next time on SI Voices. <laughs>